guys. Welcome to Garner Station. This is another podcast of the Economic Development Department here in the town of Garner. Today we have with us Moffel Haley, the Executive Director of the uh, Wake County Economic Development Group, and then Timothy Downs, with the, the VP of Durham County Economic Development at the Chamber over there. Uh, appreciate you guys joining us. Uh, today's podcast is all about regionalism. And I know this has been kind of a hot topic. We're coming off the hills of the North Carolina Economic Developers Association conference. We had a little bit about it down mm-hmm. there, and it seems like regionalism and economic development is kind of the new buzzword of the day, right? So um, I think first off, uh, Michael, if you want to lead us off, tell us a little bit about Wake County Economic Development, kind of what y'all's role, are, mm-hmm. you know, what y'all do over there, um, and kind of how it fits within the idea of regionalism here in the Research Triangle Park. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thanks, Joe, for, for having us. Um, this is going to be great. So uh, Wake County Economic Development provides economic development services across Wake County. So we work in partnership with all 12 of our municipalities and the Research Triangle Park, including Garner, um, across a, a number of areas. Traditional business recruitment and expansion, existing industry, um, economic development projects, that sort of area, as well as uh, marketing and communication, brand awareness, telling our story you know, not only um, around the country, but around the world. Focusing on talent, that's what this market is about. I know we're gonna talk about that some today, but talent's absolutely critical to, to what we do. Something that Timothy and I have talked a lot about of late is the issue of inclusive and equitable economic development. Something that's very important to, to our region, uh, for, for sure. And then finally, um, entrepreneurship and innovation is absolutely important. It's the sort of the next generation of great companies that we're going to have in our market. So that's a little bit about what Wake County Economic Development does. Sure. And I imagine, Timothy, that's kind of similar, maybe Very a similar. little bit different mm-hmm. over there. Mm-hmm. But um, how do you guys uh, see yourself within the region uh, at uh, Durham and at the Chamber? Sure. There. Yeah, well, the Chamber acts as the, the agent for, for Durham County. Uh, fortunately, unfortunately, I only have one municipality to deal with, that's <laughs> the city of Durham. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we, we serve in essentially the same role, attraction, retention, entrepreneurism, all those sorts of things. Um, and we benefit, Durham benefits greatly uh, by being in a strong region. Sure. Uh, and again, mm-hmm. as Michael said, you know, we work together a lot, specifically the park, because it crosses both Wake and Durham counties. And uh, yeah, so you know, regionalism is, is important for us to be successful, and we're, we find it important to be a good part of that too. So. Uh-huh very important for us. Absolutely. I think something that's really interesting is because, you know, if you look at it as a whole, right, the town of Garner is a very small piece of the Research Triangle region. But even Durham County and Wake County are really just two counties within, what, 16 county area? Mm -hmm. So the RTP region really stretches out. It's very diverse. Um, And to me, I think that makes us very unique and adds a lot of value to it. But as you guys you know, work on projects, because I know Wake County and Durham work together a lot. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, just talking about the USDA project, the, the military command mm-hmm. project, of course, HQ2, all those things, huge, high-profile projects that you guys are working on. Kind of what role did regionalism play in to, to those projects, and how do you guys manage, you know, of course you want things to come to Durham, you want mm-hmm. things to come to Wake County, mm-hmm. no doubt. Everybody wants to come to RTP, but how do you manage that relationship so that everybody is working together, but at the same time, pulling for your own team? Right. Go ahead. Well, I'd, I'd say this. One, something we, we say a lot, I know the three of us have talked about this before, is economic development's a team sport, number yeah. one. 
I think that's the most important aspect when we think about regionalism is thinking about ourselves as one team. We're the Research Triangle region team. Um, and to your point, Joe, you're exactly right. You know, for us, if it's a, a specific project or something like that, um, you know, of course you want um, opportunities to come to your community. The good thing about our region, though, is, is that those opportunities impact the entire region. So we're real lucky that those sort of borders, those geographic or political borders, really don't impact the broader impact of a project or the opportunity they present. So that's really important, I think. That's yeah. sort of a level set for us is regionalism first, partnership first, and then the opportunities come from that. And as Michael said earlier, the talent is the key. Yeah. So when a project's looking, even if it's only looking in Durham County, I mean, talent's gonna come from all over the region. Sure. So we've gotta keep that in mind, even if it's, you know, a, we might consider it a, an, an easy response, if you will, the talent is all over the region, so we, mm -hmm. you know, we consult, we work with all of our regional partners to the extent that we need to make sure that that's, you know, that that talent is available and strong and, and will remain so. So, I, again, I, me being sort of the new guy at the table here in the triangle, I, what I see is just an amazing attribute of this community is the talent, and that's not a novel thought. For me, though, it's 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 new, and and whatever we can do, however we can do it. Working together on that talent piece is critical. Right. And I think that plays into another aspect that really helps us uh, when it comes to these projects, when it comes to, to working as a region. And that is, I mean, Wake and Durham, just those two counties alone, right, side by side, they complement each other so well. And then you add in the outlying counties that, that you know, again, you, you can live and work and play in three different areas and mm -hmm. it's all one region. So it all works really well together. Yeah. I know we've talked about this before on, on a few projects, this idea of fluidity within the labor force. Yep. And we ran a study uh, of the Capital Workforce Development Board working with them to, to look at just how big of a pool do we have. And, right. and it is amazing at how far <laughs> people drive to yep. come to work. Yep. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it's only going to get more and more so that way. And, and uh, it's really interesting uh, how things kind of played off. And, the other piece with this talent thing, I know you've got Duke in your backyard, mm -hmm. obviously NC State here in Wake County, and then Chapel Hill there in, in Orange. Um, education has to be a huge part of regionalism. Right. right. And it has to be what's driving some of what you guys are seeing. What have uh, site selectors and, and, and folks like that talk to you about how we stack up with other regions in the United mm -hmm. States? You know, I know, I know talent's a huge piece. Right. That seems to be kind of the buzzword of the day, right? So I'll say two things to, to your question. I'll answer it in two ways. One, you're exactly right. Um, the higher higher ed and then the broader educational ecosystem is absolutely critical. You know, the, the undergirding of that is certainly our, our three tier one research universities that you, you listed off. What's really great about this market in this region though is it's not just those three. We've got all these amazing universities, including three historically black colleges and universities, Shaw, St. Augs, Central, um, two amazing uh, community colleges that are some of the best in the country at innovating and driving innovation, how they're supporting existing companies. Um, and you add in two very large K through 12 systems and you've got this great ecosystem. The other thing I'll say quickly about that is your question brings up an important point that when we're talking about economic development regionalism, it's not just on, on the project piece, the economic development project. Oh, yeah. Regionalism is really about how do we solve for very complex problems. Sure. That's really where it starts. Yeah. Education, transit, trans, you know, uh, transit and transportation. Um, those are the, those are the areas yeah. in which regionalism really 
the most impact can be felt in those conversations, I think. And that's why it's important for us as a community to always think regionalism first, because it is these big complex problems that, are, that getting around the table to solve is, is the most important thing yeah, for absolutely. us. And I know it was Joe Malazzo, mm -hmm. the yes. in y'all's office or mm -hmm. in the same building, you know, just had the trip to Rich, uh, Rich, Richmond. Alexandria. Yeah. 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 Um, of course, we're coming off the loss of the, the Durham uh, what, Light Rail, the Light Light Rail, Rail. project. That was a huge loss for everybody. Um, this idea of uh, you know, this idea of transit and regionalism mm -hmm. is huge, and I think um, as we move forward, it's only going to be more impactful. Exactly right. Um, so, I guess you know, as you guys kind of go through the process of, of really leading two of the larger counties, um, well, so you guys seeing what do you think is going to be really pushing? the needle moving forward. Mm -hmm. I and mean, you said obviously transit. I think that's huge. Everybody's yep. in mind. Is there anything else out there that is not on people's minds that, that may be the next big thing? Um, I know we talked about education. It seems like, yep. you know, that's changing a little bit. You're seeing more technology going in there. I know in uh, rural areas, broadband and healthcare yep. have been major issues. For, and you hear healthcare, you don't necessarily think economic development. That's really a huge part of it. Oh, yeah. Um, I guess what I'm getting at is kind of what you mentioned, Michael, is this idea about equitable economic development. Yeah. Kind of making sure the rising tide actually does lift, lift. all shit. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. um, what are you guys doing in Durham mm -hmm. uh, to kind of make that happen and, and really push that message home? Well, I think to piggyback off the sort of the last discussion, the last question, you know, education, especially for Durham County, education is a big deal. Because yeah. We've got, we've got, you know, top to bottom, some of the best schools and some of the worst schools in the state. Um, and, and that's a problem, just in general. It's a problem, so you, you, you gotta fix it. But I do think that regionalism plays a part in that as well because, again, when we talk to a client, when we talk to a growing business, when we talk to, you know, someone that's interested in starting something here, you know, it's always about talent, sure. and it's always about the pipeline. It's not about just existing talent. It's always what's, you know, what's gonna be there in the next five, 10, 20 years. So, um, you know, Durham's trying hard to make economic development and the education system work hand in hand and work very smoothly uh, to the extent that, like, the chamber involved in some of the workforce development efforts. Uh, a couple of other members of the chamber are involved in, in public school systems and foundation and obviously very involved in Duke and they do a lot for the public school system across the county. Uh, NCCU and all those sorts of things. So it's it's a really active effort. Um, but I do think there's I, I think there's an opportunity to to look at this problem. And some people might like to call it might like, might not like to call it a problem. But I think you look at this problem from a regional aspect because if mm -hmm. if Durham, as an example, doesn't increase the quality of their schools, then people are going to eventually choose Wake County or Chatham County or pick another one in our region over Durham as a place to live. I mean, it already happens for a variety of reasons, but long-term, we've got to fix that so there's a better balance. And then getting back to the earlier question as well, something I think that, that we've got to pay attention to, not just transit, but just infrastructure in general. I mean, we all know it. We all know you drive around the region, whether it's highways or other roads, surface streets, that's something that we've got to pay close attention to because North Carolina, historically, um, has done a good job of, of keeping its roads, but with the growth in population here, just like in the Charlotte region, we've got to keep up. And, and you know, like it or not, that has a big impact on economic development. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yep. 
I'd say too, a couple points around the equitable economic development, absolutely critical to the to the region broadly speaking, um, in terms of what what do we want the region to be as it continues to evolve, and it certainly is evolving. Um, so the idea of creating as much widely shared opportunity as we can. So how do we best align the strengths of our different communities, of our different counties, of our different assets? That's a broad, it's a very large challenge for sure. But it's something, the good news is, is that we've got a background in regionalism in this community to, to at least attempt to continue to solve for those problems. The other thing I'd say is a challenge, Joe, to your point, um, that we need to continue to focus on is as we do grow and population grows and the population changes over time is the pressures on regionalism will be that much greater. Absolutely. Either more pressure to do more things regionally and that means changing the way things local governments, local municipalities do their business. That may be a, a, an issue and it may go in the opposite way. It may be a push for less regionalism. We have to guard against that. It's it's hey you know my you know I live in my community we want to be successful but understanding the success of any one community I don't care if it's a county or a municipality in this community in this region yeah. the context is regional so you're only going to be as successful as the rest of the region is so they, so I, it's interesting that there could be a push for more much more regionalism which will change business structures and policies and procedures or it could go in the opposite way so we have to guard against that yeah. push against and really push us toward how can we be better regional with its own challenges. Sure, so. absolutely. And I, and I think it's, it's, it's really, I think it's a great question to ask considering how well Wake County and Durham County have done over the past years and Johnson County for that matter. Yeah. And then once you get out of that, still within the same region, you still, you know, that same type of growth is not there. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. um, especially as you move north towards mm -hmm. Vance or, or uh, Person, yeah. um, Ramble Counties. But I think it will come, you know, it will get there. It sure will. Um, so the idea of regionalism moving forward and kind of what, sh what shape does that take? How does that look? And how does everybody uh, kind of play together? Um, I, you know, it's going to be mm -hmm. a real important question. And I have to give kudos to, the, to Wake County, man. You guys have gone out and we now have an econo uh, equitable economic uh, developer, right. you know, And he's doing an incredible job. Sure is. So um, you've really put or the county commission mm -hmm. has really put their money where their mouth is they and, sure have. to drive this, this right. idea of equity. Look, and what's interesting is this: the concept of, of economic mobility isn't foreign to what economic developers do every day, right? Traditionally, what we have focused on is new jobs, investment, opportunity. That's what economic mobility is really about. It's about how do we create, if we're already in the business of supporting job growth, supporting capital investment, how do we do that in a way that's going to help all of our citizens benefit from that? And it sort of expands our horizon a little bit to say, hey, well, in order for people to have that opportunity, we need to have really good transit and transportation. We need to have a really strong education system that's going to meet people where they are. And so that, that idea, it's interesting because it's, it, some people would say, well, this is totally foreign to economic development. And I think for a lot of us long-term practitioners, it's, actually it's not. Um, this is what we're in the business of. We're, we do this because we're passionate about helping people get jobs, Absolutely. making our community better. That's in a, in a nutshell, that's what equitable and inclusive economic development is. I know um, a while back, uh, you guys had done a report through RTI that mm -hmm. showed uh, essentially mobility, mm -hmm. social mobility, e yep. economic mobility. And, and needless to say, 
we didn't fare it. We didn't do it all too well. Uh, the numbers are actually depressing. Mm -hmm. If you look at someone who's born in poverty and how well they get up uh, into the next you know, rungs of, of the social ladder, and that's it's bad in Raleigh or Wake County. Mm -hmm. It's bad in the state. It's really bad in Charlotte. Um, but it, it shocked me. Whenever you look around, right. so much success. Um, how can we? You know, how can this be? And it's you know. What can we do to help with social mobility and economic mobility? Mm -hmm. And the other thing I took away from that study, and, and I should have known this as an economic developer, the importance of early child childhood care right. and, and, and in yeah. some instances intervention, yeah. right? Getting that child into uh, a structured program or, or uh, you know something that is going to help them grow and be successful early on, and not wait until they get into uh, you know high school and right. you ask them what do you want to do with right. life and they've had right. you know just not a great life leading right. to that right. so the importance of uh, pre-k program right i think i think your reaction to the need for economic mobility is exactly the reaction that we should all have right it's hey i didn't know that there was these types of challenges that people face um and then to your point the stark differentiation in a region that has had so much success over time uh, makes it even more striking. And so this idea of using it as a call to action, that's what you just enumerated, was a call to action. Yeah. That's exactly why we're doing this work in inclusive economic development as a region is we want to create that type of opportunity. We want to have that call to action for the rest of our community. Absolutely. It's incumbent upon us as a region to take that, to take that leadership, mm -hmm. and whether it's us as economic developers or, you know, elected leaders, whatever, to, to take the success that we're all yeah. sort of experiencing at, at some level, and make sure that that's the that's that's one of the outcomes mm -hmm. of it is improving that. And I'll, I'll just make a plug. I know Michael talked about it earlier, but our our uh, community college system. Sure. I mean, that is a place for someone not born and raised in North Carolina. Been here for about six years now. Our community college system mm -hmm. is top-notch right and the opportunities not just for people who might not make it into normal college or a four-year university but the opportunities for people who want to change what they're doing sure. for people who are currently employed and just want to make it to a next level in that current employment with that current employer and there's so many opportunities there so I think we've got to do uh, everything we can to tout our community college system and they can help they can be the front line of help to get way back into the public school system to start talking about career development. Absolutely. That's what they do. That's what Absolutely. they're about. So career development is really, I think, at the heart of that. And again, that's it's incumbent for us. It's absolutely imperative for us to, to be you know, shouting that from the exactly. Yeah, there was a study done, once again, through RTI, uh, the Workforce Development Study. And there was a regional mm -hmm. study. Um, I think I think they had a response for every county in the region, mm -hmm. but it said uh, something along the lines of the next three years of existing companies alone are going to add 30,000 new jobs. Right. Mm -hmm. um, a little bit different conversation from equity, but still in that kind of the, the talent idea and, and, and some just issues that our region is facing. How are you guys helping solve this huge delta in between what we have today available labor force versus? Right. Our companies existing here today are going to have 30,000 new jobs right. without adding another new anything. I mean, right. I know you just had an announcement. It's not even counting the announcement. Right. It's not nope. counting any of these projects. Nope. How, how do you do that? How, how, do, you, how do you feel 30,000 new jobs are? I think, it's, I think it's a couple things. Um, 
I think in our region particularly, I think the two ways I sort of think about it is one, the, the existing infrastructure, community colleges, um, really tapping into the pi educational pipeline that we have here, always gonna be a way to train people and upskill people up for the new opportunities, new skills necessary to compete for those jobs, one. I think the second thing is something that this region has really benefited from over time in, in job creation and, and, and filling jobs is continued growth. Um, you know, this is why it's so important that we, can, we grow in a really smart way as a community because we need this growth just to meet the demands of our existing companies. Um, Joe, your point, this study said over the next three years, this 30 to 36,000 jobs um, that, that we did, 15 counties, 500 respondents. This was a broad regional um, understanding of that growth. And to your point, if, if we don't grow as a region, we're not attractive to those um, people moving in, the right skills, the right education, um, our existing companies do find it hard. And that's something we have to do. Um, so there's a little bit of a both and strategy for sure. A lot of it's also talking with them early. Existing industry, I know something you've done really well here in Garner, something we have to do as a region to really understand where are those um, pain points? Yeah. One, where are there similarities between companies that are in Garner, in Durham, in Wendell, in, in Johnston County, in Chatham, if there's similarities, then how can we use a regional solution to get to your point, a regional solution to address them? Right. Instead of saying one-off solutions, instead of Garner finding a solution, Durham finding a solution, Absolutely. Wendell, we can find, how do we find more regional solutions for broader, big, broader, um, skill deficits or needs. No, that's, uh, you, gotta, you also have to mention the, the quality of life aspect. I mean, yeah. we all know it. We, those of us that live here, you know, the quality of life in North Carolina is, as far as I'm concerned, second to none. So we have to make sure those things are not overlooked, not exactly. taken for granted. And whether it's, you know, entertainment in downtown Raleigh or downtown Durham, whether it's, you know, greenways, green parks in mm -hmm. Chatham County, you know, wherever else. And those things have to be part of the conversation to maintain that. So that exactly. we still attract people because the bottom line is we have to attract people. Sure. sure. Uh, talent attraction is, is part of what we do, for yep. sure. That's great. I know um, at NCDA, uh, you know, they, they rolled out the Carolina Core yeah. marketing thing. I know, Timothy, you and I were talking a little bit about some of the changes um, going on there in the park. Um, you know, what is, you know, how, how do you guys go about marketing uh, the region and, and I know um, RTRP is, is mm -hmm. probably kind of more the umbrella mm -hmm. uh, organization that, that, that's responsible for that but certainly you all play a part in that too um, it seems like regionalism you know is it, kind of taking hold all over the country right and we're seeing it right in our back oh, yeah. Chatham County all the way over to Forsyth is, you know let's Salem is in this Carolina core and then you have the biopharmaceutical crescent mm -hmm. with Johnston over to Wilson um, I'm sure you guys had something in uh, New Aerospace Burn. Corridor. Aerospace yeah. Corridor, yep. yeah. yeah. I know Chris Platte down in Monroe's got his aerospace mm -hmm. uh, thing. Um, so w w with the changes in the park um, that are going on, it is marketing RTP, Research Triangle Park, or, or the region RTP, is that changing as well? And and I, I say all that to say this. Listen, we, we've been really fortunate, and the Research Triangle Park has been in process since probably the 50s, right? right. I mean, it's been around a long mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. But just like every product, you got to refresh it every now yeah. and again, right? Or it goes yeah. stale. So, what are we doing as a re as a region to remain competitive 
whenever we go to the market and we say this is who we are yeah or is it such a good brand that we don't even need to worry no. about it. yeah don't don't <laughs> if it ain't broke don't fix it right well, I, i'll speak for durham as far as the park's concerned you know we've been very fortunate to, to attract investment from outside of the region and, and i think that's key for us again now but also going forward is attract that that outside investment so there's been a strong effort to refresh those properties that are there as well as a a renewed effort to um, you know create new sites within the park and and the park foundation is doing a good job of yep. of uh, emphasizing what the what the new employee would like to have in a work site and and all the different amenities that come along with it so there's a lot of effort there um and i think speaking speaking for downtown durham i mean it's in in the big picture it's kind of really new still the growth that we're seeing and the success that we're seeing so um the word's kind of out there so there's not a lot of yeah. active marketing going as far as come see us come come be a part of who we are but um i think Again, our success breeds success. Sure. So, yeah. you know, yeah. the, the the word is out, so to speak. Yeah, it's it's nice to be able to utilize the past success that we've had in the community as a basis. But what's interesting, and to your point, is this is all about evolution over time. Your your point from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s today, it's been an evolution both in how we've marketed and talked about the the community broadly speaking changed dramatically and evolved dramatically over that period of time. Even so, something as simple as the industries that we focused on yep. have changed dramatically. And that's, I'm talking in the last decade, they've changed dramatically about what we're doing as industry and technologies evolve. So I think it's, it's, an, it's an evolution um, in that regard. And, and Joe, to your point, because of that, regionalism is more important than ever. Because what you want to be is in a community that can solve for again, a set of complex problems. So if I'm a company or, or, or an industry group, as a company I'd say, hey, I wanna be able to solve for R&D challenges that I have and be able to manufacture or produce that product in close proximity so I can leverage my R&D. Yeah. Well, that's this region. You know, um, that's, what's, that's what's important. That's the story we have to continue to tell is that's the, sort of the, the evolution of what we are. So to me, it's, it's yes, we can use the successes of the past, but those are the past. It's those are important. Those are the rewards we're reaping. Those rewards today, investments we've made in the park, and you know that's important. Moving forward, though, it's how how do we want to be and who do we want to be? That what's next is sort of who we are today. Um, and I and Timothy's point is well made. You know, Scott Levitan at the park has done amazing work helping us as a region reimagine what the park is, in context of what we as a region want to be. Um, so I think that's an, it's important that you can have these multiple strategies whether it's in a specific community, but within a context of a region. And those things sort of can move together and evolve together and in concert. I think you have to do that to be successful today. Absolutely, I think whenever you're looking at us, and, and, and I, I still think it's exciting, whenever we're competing against places like Boston and Silicon Valley yeah. and San Diego, and somehow or another RTP or the Research Triangle region manages to step, stack up pretty well. Mm -hmm. That's right. At, at a fraction of the cost. Well, and that's the big thing is the level set, not only for ourselves, but for our community and those outside of our community of who this place is, who this region is, one of the most educated regions in the country, uh, beyond stacks up, in fact, outpaces many of those communities you just named. Um, quality of life, cost of living, you know, those are important things. Um, but, you know, we, we know we're not a low cost, low cost option. What we are is the right mix 
of quality, cost, and educational attainment and innovation. Those things are, are who we are. Really quick, you know, that's why we do a national media campaign. We have to tell our story constantly, and you tell it as broadly as possible. Because as, as much as we think people know who we are, you have to tell you the story. You, you play to a parade, not a crowd. You're constantly telling the story, and that's what we're trying to do as a region. Yeah. Now you do an incredible job. I mean, I, you guys send us the articles and things like that. That's great. And, and the free press, and uh, uh, you know, it's always nice to see you know this area being highlighted and, and folks getting it. That's right. And I think I think the proof is in the pudding. And whenever you come down here and you see the amount of people that are moving to this area, mm -hmm. many of them are not from within the state of North Carolina. Right. You know. Uh, they're from areas, you know, California and Ohio and, and right. everywhere else in between. I mean, it's incredible. It's and that's exciting. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. very good. Absolutely. Um, so I, I think, you know, hearing what you guys have to say, you know, is important. And, and it sounds like regionalism is here to stay, mm -hmm. right? Um, what, if anything, do you guys see, how, how do you guys see it changing? Or is it going to? Mm-hmm. You know, I think we talked a little bit about some of the threats right. to regionalism. But what's the future of that? Actually, I think regionalism supports that, that uh, dynamic, sort of fluid conversation because as, as things happen around our region, as we're all talking, you know, number one, communication is always a good thing. But I think for us to remain competitive, uh, to keep sort of the core of who we are, uh, we gotta, we gotta continue to have those conversations. Um, I think that, I think our greatest challenge, and again, take this however, because I'm, I'm one of the newer guys here in the region. But from an economic development standpoint, one of our greatest challenges is to do just that: to continue to grow as we're growing, continue to attract the people from sure. all over the country and all over the world that we're attracting, but keep the core of who we are. We know this place is going to change. That's just part of what it is. And, and part of my job, for sure, and I'm sure it's part of Michael's job, and maybe yours here as well, and Garner, is to, is to combat the notion that it's good enough. Let's just stop. Let's just <laughs> let's let's be who we are, and not yep. go any further forward. Yeah. So that we we know that's going to happen. So you know, when when we all sit down around the table and talk in a regional way, that's part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. Is okay. Let's let's make sure that we're doing this in a smart way, not just taking whatever comes and being sort of ignorant to it sure so sure. I think that's I think that's our greatest challenge is to move forward in that way call it sustainable development call it smart development call it equitable development I mean there's a lot of ways to describe it it's all of those things yeah yeah, yeah. I know one of the interesting things that we hear around town is that um, everybody that had moved here let's say 10 20 years ago um, they don't want anybody else moving here yeah so like yeah yeah they got it, it's so good else. yeah they want they want to <laughs> pull up the drawbridge nobody else yeah. is allowed in yeah. growth was great whenever they were coming into town but you know, we don't need anymore. Everything is growing too quickly, you know. So it's hard. That's a hard piece of, of the evolution. I agree with Timothy is, for me, it's this whole conversation reinforces regionalism is absolutely critical to, to what we do for, for a lot of reasons. Again, solving for big, complex problems is why we have to have it. Two, it's evolving. Um, what it's going to look like, what we think of our region may change over time. It may grow. It may contract. However, depending on density and population growth, you know, you, you don't necessarily know. I think the other thing that I agree with, with Timothy 100% on, we've talked about this numerous times, is I think the number one fear that I have is complacency. You know, again, I want us to continue to evolve and grow and, and, and be the best region that we can be. I don't know what that looks like for our community. I don't know what our 
endpoint, so to speak, is. Um, but there's so many amazing possibilities and potentials that it's sort of our job every day to figure out what those could be. Absolutely. And that's exciting. And it's, it's that willingness to be at the table, to talk and <laughs> right. read in a way. Right. As long as we can maintain that, I think we'll, you know, we'll all be in a good spot. Yeah. I think, just real quick, though, the, the, um, they mentioned it at the state, uh, at, at the region there, um, there was agriculture mm -hmm. innovation, and I, I can't remember the exact name mm -hmm. of it, forgive me, but um, you all know what I'm talking about. Essentially, taking our agricultural assets and using right. that to drive innovation. Yeah. 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 And this idea, and I think that makes, it, it's, it's borderline genius in that you're combining what this area in particular, but right. Eastern North Carolina, the whole entire state, what we do really well. Right. We have great innovation R&D facilities in the park, downtown Durham, Raleigh, mm -hmm. and then you take the rest of the agricultural yeah. uh, assets around that, and it just makes so much sense that this would be the right. hub for that type right. of thing. And I think it reinforces regionalism, and right. the idea of why it's important, how we can work, and this idea that even though you have these nodes of dense growth, everybody benefits. That's exactly right. Yeah. And that's, that's huge. Yep. Well, guys, thank you for your time today. I appreciate thank you, it. Joe. It's, it's yeah. a great conversation about regionalism. I can't agree with you anymore. I think regionalism is here to stay, and it's probably always been here. Mm -hmm. We just now have a name for it. That's right. And we recognize it and try to improve it. We want to thank uh, Bryce's Brewing for hosting our podcast yeah. today again. A wonderful location here on Garner Station Boulevard. But thank you, Michael. Thank you, Timothy. Thank you, Joe. And, uh, uh, we Thank will you. have another one. Uh, next time we'll uh, find uh, another great economic development podcast to talk about. But until then, uh, we'll keep Garner growing. Thank you, guys. Thanks Thank you. Appreciate it.